Thousands of years ago, the Buddha taught you are what you think. I am love. I am peace. I am joy. I am silly. I am powerful. So a modern philosopher coined the phrase that you are what you eat. I am organic vanilla ice cream. I'm chia seed. I'm a good, strong cup of coffee in the morning. I am mac and cheese. Today, like millions of my human sisters and brothers on planet Earth, I'm becoming mindful about what I eat, what I think. But lately, I've been thinking about this. I watch what I eat, but do I watch what I want? What about what I feed my mind, my heart, and my soul? At Conscious Good, we believe you are what you watch. You are what you watch. Anytime you watch something that causes your soul to hurt, there's an impact. So what's the answer? At Conscious Good, we think it's about feeding our minds the same way that we feed our bodies. With nourishing choices. After all, if media can have a negative influence on behavior, it can also have a positive one. It's been proven that if we watch TV shows and videos about people helping others, cooperating and being generous, it can actually influence us to be more altruistic and kind to one another. Talk about paying it forward. So next time you sit down to watch your comfort movie, consider how you will feel afterwards. Will you be happy and energized? That's because maybe, just maybe, what you watch, read and listen to matters. I am what I watch, so I watch what I watch. I am nourished. I am inspired. I am enlightened. I am a celebration. I am conscious. I am conscious. I am conscious. I am good. I am good. I am good. We. 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 We are. We are. We are. We are conscious good. Everyone wishes to live their best life. We experiment with various ways to achieve that, whether it is through study, competing, finding a partner, working hard, or admiring someone who inspires you. It is the quality of our inner being that does it all, or grapples with fulfilling life calling. For the past 20 years, the Brahma Kumaris in Washington, D.C., has been a space for any and everyone to enter into and experience one's soul calling. From 1997, the center opened in an old rickety house on Georgia Avenue in Silver Spring, Maryland, where cars and trucks that passed by would shake the space. But when you were inside, it was a peaceful and powerful sanctuary for all who visited. Since then, over 2,500 events 17 city and nationwide initiatives, 21 awards, two meditation museums have served youths, senior citizens, entrepreneurs, scientists, authors, women, interfaith, the disabled, environment, small businesses, arts, seekers, and even leaders. Millions of lives have been served, either through social media, the popular America Meditating Radio Show, or through exhibitions, lectures, partnerships, and programs held in the meditation museums and centers. We look at 20 years of service as a continued journey of love, courage, wisdom, and determination with friends from diverse backgrounds and thought who 
who believe a better world is possible when we make ourselves better human beings. Meditation is an important tool that helps us to gain greater clarity, insight, and inner power so we can make healthy choices and amplify our capacity to live a full life. In times of great anxiety, insecurity, and fear, meditation is an essential practice for everyone to gain stability and inner strength. Just look at what a few dedicated, purposeful, and kind group of committed people have been able to achieve in 20 years. Thanks to everyone who has supported us along the way. And thanks in advance to those who believe in our work and power of intent. Brahma Kumari's Meditation Museums, where peace is inside. Shanti. As I sit here in quiet reflection, I'm reminded how my thoughts create my reality. I've accepted that I am what I am because of what I think. So what if for this moment I choose to let go of my various attachments to physical forms that have limited my potential and my capacity? What if I chose to be free from limitations of thinking? So just for a little while, I invite you to take a deep breath. Inhale. And exhale. And imagine for a moment, what if I no longer had an attachment to my name? How would that feel? What if I 
let go of the awareness of the gender. What if I let go of the roles that I play, the titles that I own? What if I decided to release thinking of myself as religion, a language, a nationality? What if I choose to just let go of the name, gender, role, title, religion, language, nationality, and let go of the awareness of the body. How would I feel? Who would think of me in this awareness? And who would I think of? I would think of God. And God's remembrance would fall on me. And I, the living soul, be completely free. Let me just sit in this moment for a little longer. And just be gently bring back the awareness of your gender, language, nationality, title, role, name, religion, whatever. Bring it back to your awareness and see if you can bring the experience of freedom and peace. you go out into the world and play your various parts. Om Shanti. Om Shanti. Hello everyone. Welcome. Om Shanti. Always nice to have you to the next normal. I'm your host, Sister Jenna, and... Did you get a chance to sink into that meditation? I hope so. It's one of my favorites. I think you all have heard it on long enough. <laughs> but um, I went over the edited version of the revised version of the Diwali dance short film. 
If you haven't seen it, please go and check it out either tonight or over the week. It's so sweet, and many of the other dances have been added onto this particular version of the um, film. And I'm just, um, I was telling Antonia, I just get emotional when I look at it, and she asked me why, and then I asked her, you got a heart. (laughs) No trick. I was like, how could you not be touched by the Diwali short film? (laughs) I mean, how could you not be? But, you know, she's so connected to Baba and Baba's love and Baba's heart that I think she's just way beyond a lot of things. But let there be something wrong with happy or a deer or a bird outside. And she's out of it. She's just like, oh, my gosh, I can't get over this. (laughs) She gets into her emotions. But if we were dying, she's like, it's okay, you'll get over it. (laughs) But needless to say, as I reviewed the edited version today, I, I just got very emotional. Why? The purity of it, the fact that I know that we are creating something almost out of nothing, Um, The fact that we are using creativity during this particular COVID time and we're doing things that we had never done before and we're learning, developing, evolving, growing from it. But can I tell you the most endearing part are the children. All the children that came forward and the parents that came forward there's a part that's, I think, a bleeper part, a blooper part at the end, where Dharmic, who's about 10 years old, um, they're all rehearsing, and his dad comes on, and his dad comes on the scene, and he's like, Daddy, Daddy, and he and his dad are just dancing, their Diwali dance, and there was something that just made me get emotional, I'm getting there again, it was just the sweetness of kids and family and and joy, and celebration, and purity, and safety, the feeling that everybody felt safe, especially in a particular time where a lot of us just don't. We don't feel safe. And right now, the United States of America and the entire world is um, at a particular point that it's calling for a healing. As a nation, Definitely the world is, but also as individuals, we are at a particular point in our lives that I think all the solitude and isolation and changes that we've gone through, it has us looking inward and really asking ourselves the really important questions about who am I, where have I come from, who do I belong to, what is it that I need to be doing, and guess what? I am so excited to welcome our special guest of today. You're going to love it. You've been hearing her every night. Karen Drucker. Yay, give me all the hand claps and all the thumbs up right now on Facebook and YouTube as you're watching. That's the beautiful voice you hear at the opening of the next normal and at the close of next normal. So many of you have asked, who is that voice? Who is that voice? Well, we have her tonight for a musical healing therapy session. So 
So let me give you a little bit of an introduction about Karen. Karen's message is all about healing and love. Whether singing one of her positive message songs or sharing stories that are funny, inspiring, and heart-opening. She's a keynote speaker, women's retreat facilitator, and entertainer who has recorded 20 CDs of her inspirational music. Karen is also the author of the best-selling book, Let Go of the Shore, Songs and Stories to Set the Spirit Free. Her chants and songs are used around the world and often they help people deal with illness and loss or help them feel the need to feel more centered for the day. Karen's intention is to make a difference by using her music to open hearts and share a message of hope, acceptance, and love. Could we give a big hand of applause to the incomparable, amazing, beautiful Karen Trucker. Hi, Karen. Welcome to The Next Normal. Hi. Hi. How are you? <laughs> nice to be here with you. I'm, I'm in a stage just in that meditation. <laughs> just like, Did you like that meditation? <laughs> I'm glad. I'm oh, glad. We need to do an album together. <laughs> yes, please. The graphics and your graphics are just so beautiful that you have. I'm just Love it. Love it. That's what COVID will do to you. COVID will put a few yogis together, male and females, lock them up in an ashram, and they have to find ways to be creative and come up with new things. Because how long can you sit there and meditate, right? At least let us see how we can create a narrative that can be of service. Yes, well, I have to say during this time, I've been writing so much. I've, I've, it's been fabulous for me. I've written so many new songs in this, in this, in this shutdown time. It's been great. Very creative for me. Well, I can't wait to hear them. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what have you been learning, Karen, during the, the COVID and how has this particular time contributed to your personal healing process? Well, it's been really interesting because when this started, it was really funny. I, I have to I have to say that I need to take responsibility that I am the creation for all of this because in February, I had a little time where I needed to stop and I said, okay, I need a timeout from my life here. I need to just have a, about a month off where I could sort of redirect my energy because I was feeling like I was getting burnt out from being on the road so much. And then all of a sudden this happened and I went, okay, I didn't mean that the entire world had to stop. It was just me. I needed to stop for a little bit of time. But I have to say that, that by being quiet and stopping all the travel, it allowed me to just yeah. do exactly what you said. It's a time that we're all going inside and getting quiet and listening on a a much deeper level. And for me, I really laughed because, you know, the women's retreats that I facilitate, I'm always talking about how stillness is important and how we have to really listen to our inner inner voice. And I wasn't doing that because I was being so busy talking about it and not doing it. So this this time has been really good for me and to just really Mm. go back to 
a phrase that my friend Alan Cohen, author Alan Cohen, has a great expression that says, make the main thing be the main thing. And I realized that's exactly what this time has given me, is to go back to what is the main thing in my life. And the main thing for me is healing. And that comes through my songs and my workshops, but especially as a songwriter, I feel this responsibility to write songs about healing and lightness, and especially right now to heal this divide and bring the light. So I think that it's been really good for me in that way to just Mm. get clear on what the main thing is. You grew up next to Carol King. You even babysitted her kids, I believe, when you were a teenager. To what extent did that connection, growing relationship, have an impact on you? It was phenomenal because, for me, I was a competitive swimmer, and uh, that's all I knew was swimming. I swam four hours a day, two hours in the morning, two hours at night, and that's all I did. But I had this, this love of music but no support from my family around it. I was just, I mean, I was training for the Olympics. I was like, you know, just a very dedicated swimmer. And when I was about 15 years old, Carol King moved onto my street. She, Tapestry, her album Tapestry had just come out. And it was truly amazing because I was just a babysitter for all the kids on the street. So I just simply marched up to her house, knocked on the door and said, hi there, I babysit everyone's kids. You want me to babysit yours? And I wound up being her babysitter for, she had four children at the time. She had two little ones and two older ones. And I was taking care of the little ones. And it was one of those moments that I believe spirit is, is in the mix here. Because, because of her moving in on my street and becoming the babysitter for her children and being so influenced by her, because I was at her house all the time. I all of a sudden went, that's what I want. I want to express myself in that way. And what was amazing was that she was going to remodel her house. She was remodeling her recording studio. And I came home one day, and in my bedroom was her piano. Because she needed to store her piano for like six months. And she had talked to my mom about she knew that I wanted to do music. And so I came home, and here's her piano in my bedroom. And I didn't have any musical background at all, didn't know how to play piano, but because that piano was right there and because it was like a gift from spirit, that this was my inner longing to do music, I just sat down every day. I would come home and I would just play piano for hours and taught myself how to play and started writing these teenage angst love songs. And I was terrible. I was just terrible. (laughs) But I remember she said to me, if you write your own songs, it doesn't matter how well you sing, because I couldn't sing very well at all. You write your own songs, doesn't matter how well you sing, just just write your songs. And from 16 years old on, I just have been writing ever since, and it's one of my greatest joys. Love, love mm-hmm. songwriting. So, so it's safe to say that Carol King's got her vibrations flowing through you, too. Is that why we love your music so much? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I mean, it's, you know, to me, I I think that that's one of the most magical things about life is how these things will happen to make you go in these different ways. You know, this zigzag course in your life. You think you're going this way, 
but then spirit, these situations happen that all of a sudden you start going over this way and then that way. And so I feel like that was the pivotal moment for me doing what it is that I'm doing today. You know, I'm just mm-hmm. so, so mm-hmm. grateful for that. And I have to say, your music really, really heals. I mean, I can't tell you how many times mm-hmm. I played around mm-hmm. the ashram and Sister Gita, who also plays the role of my mother, she loves the one about every cell in my body is healing or every cell in my body is happy. And she goes around the house yeah. and she sings that song like you would not believe. You know, this being a time well, where, you know, we are a little bit more reflective than we're accustomed to being and things are different for us and we are searching for deeper meaning as a result of the isolation and time in-house a lot longer than we would generally like it. Um, What's one of your favorite songs that you think would be one of those songs that we really need to hear now more than ever that you've done? Well, this one I think for me is it. But, you know, even just addressing that last song you talked about, Joy Fills Every Cell, that was another pivotal moment in my life. I can divert here before I sing the song is that a friend of mine um, was in the hospital and on the nurse's bulletin board, her family had written four affirmations for her. And I think her daughter had written, joy fills every cell in my body. And her son wrote, every cell is alive with love. Someone else wrote, I relax into the healing process. And someone else wrote, I allow spirit to do what it does. And I had gone to my friend's bedside that day um, when she was recuperating, and I had come with my husband, John, and he had a guitar. We did a little concert for her in her hospital room. And I looked at those, you know, after we had sung a few songs for her, I looked at those four lines, and I said, well, you need to be singing that every day. That needs to be your affirmation song. And so on the spot, we just came up with, Joy fills every cell in my body, every cell. Is alive with the mind. I relax into the healing process. I allow spirit to do what it does. And so she would sing that every day. Joy fills every cell in my body. Every cell is alive with the mind. I relax into the healing process. I allow spirit to do what it does. But that actually set me on a path of writing human songs for other people, especially my mother. When my mother was diagnosed with cancer, I, I wrote a song for her, I am healed, whole, and healthy. It was one of her mantras. I truly think that when you affirm what it is that you want to say to yourself, that's when the healing begins. So this little chant is something I have to teach myself quite a bit. I always say to people, I have to I have to always qualify that all the songs I write are you get to see what all my issues are. And <laughs> this whole chant is something I use all the time because I have this part that can be kind of mean to myself sometimes, but I have to remind myself I will be gentle with myself. I will be gentle with myself. And I will hold myself like out 
especially within a particular period of time, then of course we get impatient, but we don't feel the return of the energy, especially when it's a team dynamic and you know you've put your share in and you know the other one has put their share in, but there's always one or two or three or ten. They're like just out there in la-la land and they're not aware of the bigger picture. And then you sometimes stop being gentle with yourself and as a result of you not being gentle with yourself, you stop being gentle with other people. And then that creates a riff and, and a struggle in relationships and you blame yourself at times and you stop being gentle because now you know, you're trying to feel like it's your fault. You know, you're the one that has to fix the whole world and, and, and you don't get it and, and it shouldn't be this way. And then you forget that the way of God is a gentle path. The, the, the way to your perfection and the way to your empowerment and the way to, to your beauty has to be a gentle way. It can't be harsh and it can't be rough. And um, that's one of the things that I love. One of my other favorite songs that I play a lot is Face of God. And there was a Swedish artist that visited the Brahma Kumaris ashram in India a few years ago. And he took uh, over a hundred pictures of a hundred yogis to reflect the energy of their love of God through their eyes. And I had put together like a slideshow with that song in it. I wish I had it. It would be nice if Santosh could play it tonight if he can find it. But it's the face of God and it's just the eyes of these yogis, some, some who have been meditating, I know, for 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, 50 years. And when that song goes on, Karen, and you see the love oozing from the eyes of these yogis, I swear you you leave your body and take another one. <laughs> you're, you're reborn. But that's one of my favorite songs, Face of God. Well, I want to see that video. That sounds amazing. So I don't know how we can do that at some point. I'll see if, if Santos can find it tonight. He can play it at the end. You know, it, it, it's funny because this is a, a song I wrote. You know, a lot of these chants, some of them are downloads. They can come so fast. And this one, this little, this little sweet little tune has gone all around the world. There's Someone sent me a video that they had made of a, a group of um, people going to a, 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 an African village. And the children all got up and sang to everyone. You were and with the sign language. I don't know if you know the sign language of this. You are the face of God. I hold you in my heart. So you scoop that person's essence into your heart. You are a part of me as you and your part and my part coming together into my heart. And then you are the face of God. You are the face of God. You are the face of God. I 
allows me to go deeper inside of me and connect with that part of myself that is all of that. Um, you know, I think that what's mm-hmm. interesting for me too, I, I'm still a swimmer. I still swim on a, on a <laughs> team. But the other thing that I do is I swim in the bay in San Francisco. And it's getting a little cold now to do it. I'm not sure if I'm going to make it through the winter this year. But that's where God is for me. You know, I go, I go swim in the bay and you, you get in that cold water and you see the Golden Gate Bridge and the fog coming in. And that's my meditation. That's where I get quiet enough to connect. I just connect. That's where I connect. Yes. And, and yes, through I my understand that. You know, I think, yeah. I think that my songs, I don't even know where they come from sometimes. And I, they're coming from God. And especially now, yeah, yeah. you know, when I heard Kamala do her, her speech, um, I just felt like I was appointed in that night that I'm supposed to write songs about life and coming together. And that's where God is going to come in, just, you know, coming through me through these songs. I get it. I get what you're saying because even when I go by the ocean or nature, what connects my soul is that I'm reminded that when the soul connects to God, I have the ability to understand that my life is this vast, that it is as vast as the ocean. It has, it is as deep as the ocean, and it does have the power to move, you know, to make things happen. And I, I get that, and I think that's why a lot of folks now at home have been practicing meditation like never before. And they're looking for ways and techniques that they can deepen an experience in meditation. Because sometimes if you listen to the news and or you read it or you talk to your relatives and stuff, um, so many folks are anxious right now, Karen, and there's uncertainty in some and there's fear in some and there's just a looming of two energies, the energy of love and healing and purity and the energy of algae, which so many people know I use. It's an acronym that um, represents anger, lust, greed, attachment, and ego. And if the soul feeds into that algae more than the original nature of the soul, imagine how draining it can be. And so we are looking for a deep sense of healing. And music is definitely a means of not only healing, but bringing people together. People who don't even necessarily get along will be able to sit in a room and listen to one of the most beautiful songs and forget that they actually have a difference. Why? Because the music must be coming from God and is taking them back to the experience of the love that they are. That's brilliantly said. It's so beautiful. And you know, I am part of a group of musicians that we are all called positive, we're called positive musicians, positive message musicians. And what's interesting, when people discover my music, I've had so many times when I would do a concert and someone come, would come up to want to buy a CD and they'd say, I never knew music like this existed. And I always have to say to them, there's actually a lot of us that are doing this, that have made the choice. I mean, I made a conscious choice with my music because I was in Los Angeles. I was pursuing a record contract. I was writing pop songs and blues songs and rock songs. 
But I got to a point when I was I was a blues singer for so many years, and I got to a point where I was realizing that that what I was singing about was making me depressed. You know, the words that I was singing were not what I wanted to be affirming in my life. That you know, singing blues songs about life is horrible and sucks is like not what I wanted to say. And so I made this choice to start writing positive songs and it was a fluke even to start doing that but I, I started to do this and I started to realize that I was feeling better and and when I would play these songs I would look out and people are smiling at me and they're and I'm seeing the whole vibration raise and actually watching that that thing you had at the beginning of this show tonight the watch your I actually was going to write a I am what I watch, so I watch what I watch. You know, I, I'm going to write a chant about that. I mean, something like that is so important. It's the same thing with listening. I am what I listen to. So if I choose to listen to the news saying everything's bad, how can that not affect me? It's going to affect me. But if I listen, if I make the choice, even in that moment when the news is on going, okay, I need to make a new choice, go over and turn on some music, this positive message music, and just watch yourself change. And, and so yeah. within this whole world that I live in with positive message music, there are so many of us, you know, writing these kinds of songs. And I'm just thrilled when people get to know about me and know about us, that, that we're offering uh, a different way of being in the world. By, and meditation can literally be, I've had people write to me and say, my meditation, I don't know how to meditate for half an hour. I can't do it. But if I sit down and listen to I Am So Blessed, and sing along with you mm. for three minutes. That's my meditation every day, and I feel better. That's one of our favorite you know, so songs, I, I Am So Blessed. <laughs> oh, no, I can sing that. We have a lot of your favorites. Anyway, it sounds like almost every one of your songs are my favorite because we just play them over oh. and over again. <laughs> That's great. I appreciate that. You want me to play yeah. that for you? I would love Especially that. Especially right now. Yeah, especially right now in this in this month of Thanksgiving. I think this song people I love it when people tell me that this song is their go to at the family dinner table. You know, they'll all just sit around and sing this song. And actually what's interesting about this song, this little chant I wrote at a time when I was in a really dark place in my life that I was seeing no light and having a really hard time and someone said just just find one thing you're blessed about just one thing that you can be grateful for the smallest thing and when you do that it will start to build on itself and so I wrote this from that place but I realized that this song is something I sing when I'm feeling good but also when I've lost track when I'm not feeling good and it will bring me back to center I am so blessed I am so blessed, I am so grateful, all that I have. I am so blessed, I am so blessed, I am so grateful, I am so blessed. That's the whole thing. Sing with me now. I am so blessed, I am so blessed. Great. 
Everybody who's watching, let's manifest getting Karen to do a song. It's one of these things, because you know they're going to have a whole bunch of inaugural balls going on around that time, at least we hope. Um, but I'll tell you this, uh, it's time for healing. Uh, as um, It's time for the soul of America to heal. There is no doubt in my mind. I, yeah, I agree. I agree, and I I welcome that. I say I am open to receive whatever. So you're you're that's great. Let's manifest <laughs> that thought now. So in terms of, I know you've sang some of our favorite songs already, but if there is one song you'd like to sing to America, what would that one song be? If you haven't sung it already, I you know this is what I this is what I am needing to hear right now. This is a song I wrote a while ago. This little chant, in this and every moment, I am safe and all is well. Because I have spun out at many times and forgotten this. But when I sing it to myself, I can come back down, connect with God, and I can hear that line. In this and every moment, I am safe and all is well. In this and every moment I am safe and all is well. Sing that with me, everyone. In this every moment, every moment, I am safe and all is well. In this and every moment, I am safe and all is well. I am held, and I am whole, and I surrender to it all. When I trust and let go, then I know that all is well. I am I am safe. 
I wish I could show you all the comments. Um, let me go to our community here, Karen, to let you know who has been listening on. Um, Nikki Dicky says, Karen Drucker's music gives such a very positive, vibrational, soulful feeling. Ranju Bandnagar says, thanks for a wonderful day. Very grateful, very grateful. Portia Davidson, great idea, Sister Jenna. Karen should sing at the President Joe Biden and Kamala Harris Ball. Thank you for this day. Song is perfect. <laughs> so that will be your song, Karen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thank you for this day. I love it. Portia, you're so right. Um, uh, Denise Oliveri says, what a beautiful gift. So grateful. Um some are saying, I'm singing, I'm dancing. Priya says, this is my favorite song. Samantha says, so grateful. Abizan says, Portia, I totally agree. We are blessed to be part of this hour. Um, just everybody there saying, so uplifting. Agreed. Uh, love it. The song is so beautiful. It makes me want to cry. <laughs> anyway, so everybody's just enjoying the evening. And as we come to a close of our music therapy, music healing, I would definitely love to have you back when you have produced the songs that have been coming up in your consciousness during COVID to play those and for us to have a much longer period together with our with our session. And as we come to a close, in terms of Karen Drucker's story and her her projection in terms of her future how optimistic are you about your life and its connection to humanity? Like, what are those thoughts that swim through your consciousness that only sees it getting better every day? Because sometimes we get sabotaged by, oh my gosh, we need to pray. Yeah. Well, I, I had a visioning session last night with some of my women friends, and it became really clear that I had gone through a little dark period, especially around this election. I was, I wasn't, I was kind of losing some of my center. And I think that I am, I'm feeling more hope right now. But one of the things that came through in this visioning last night was this uh, call to really take hope and light and um, connection and really have that be my mission statement this next year, that I am, I am a bearer of light and love and connection. And that's going to come through my songs I'm writing and the workshops I teach and uh, that I really want to bring people together and just be one spark and have everybody I know just be, that we're all sparking this light so that the darkness that we've had in this country for a while will just start to go away. It'll just start to become lighter and lighter and lighter. And love will love will reign. <laughs> so I think that that's really where I'm at at this point is really just taking that message of connection to the world through my song. It's beautiful. And thank you for making our world such a better place. It's definitely brightened up 
and it has a lot more hope. So as we come to a close of our evening, any activities that are going on for you online, we can put the website or the contact information in the field so folks can get in touch with you if they're interested. Yeah, that would be great. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, I'm going to be doing uh, a bunch of different women's retreats coming up in this next year. I am doing a winter respite uh, uh, workshop this Saturday, November 21st, uh, and it's going to be for people all over the world because my co-facilitator is in England, so we're doing it at all different times so that everyone can come, but it's just a little three-hour how to make it through this, this holiday time with light and love. And so all that information is on my homepage of my website, and if you sign up on my email list, I send out a free song every month. So it's just karendrecker.com. And yeah, I'll let you know when I have a new new album, or I don't know, when I'm putting new songs out in the world. I, I have a few singles that have come out that I'm going to be doing more. So just karendrecker.com. Beautiful. Thank you so much. So leave us with some of your beautiful music as we come to a close to the lovely evening. And come back again, all right? Let's do another part two of music therapy with you. All right. Let's do this. Let's just just, just leave tonight with just an acapella version of this. There is only love. There is only Love that heals, love that sets us free. There is only love. Just sing that with me. There is only love. There is only love. Love that heals, love that sets us free. There is only love. Say it one more time. There is only love. Heart. There is
It's definitely the age for positivity, optimism, purity, peace, wisdom. It's definitely the time for our awakening to God's connection. When we consider ourselves to be the living lamps, the soul, then it is the soul that can now remember the energy of God as the supreme soul, the one that if you tap into the energy of God, it feels like an ocean of love pouring through you. It'll feel like an ocean of peace pouring through you. It'll feel like an ocean of truth pouring through you. So the call, the song, the time, it's calling us to an awakening so that we can all walk walk around this planet Earth with the face of God, that there's just love and purity and peace and, and happiness and enthusiasm and, and playfulness, that it's all reflecting through our features because the energy of God's experience is living through us. So let us make this our reality. Let us bring some safety and healing to America and to our own lives. But let us keep raising the vibration, everyone. If each and every one of us out there commit to raising our vibration, which means don't necessarily give anything up, but take on something good, something positive, something spiritual, something that evolves you, and eventually what's not good for you will leave you. Sometimes we get stressed, feeling I have to give this up, I have to give that up, give that up, I have to stop drinking, eating meat, this, that, that. When will I ever become spiritual? Don't worry about that. Include the connection to the divine in your life. Include the beauty of music and dance and beauty and the arts and purity and peace, include that into your being and automatically what's unhealthy for you or what's taking you into a dark place, you will not be pulled. You will not be attracted to want to feed into that energy because you won't have that recording anymore. <laughs> Thank you so much, everyone, for joining us on The Next Normal. And again, we give a big Thanks and appreciation to the beautiful Karen Drucker. We look forward to having her back for part two. Karen, everyone's giving you thumbs up. They're all giving you big claps and emojis. Some of the emojis I can understand. Some of them I can't. (laughs) But everyone loves you, Karen. So thanks again for being with us tonight. All right, so lots of love. And we'll close off now and be well. Be safe. And everyone, please, the new edited version of the Diwali dance short film has been uploaded. Please go to it, watch it. And as they say, when you like it, it moves the algorithm so more people actually get to see it. And if you haven't done your Diwali dance challenges yet, could you do one tonight at least? If not tonight, could you do one tomorrow to one of Karen's songs? And just post it on your social media and make sure you hashtag Diwali Dance Challenge, so we can keep up with some of the activities. Anyway, lots of lots of love, and may you all be the face of God, and be happy. Take good care, and Om Shanti.
You are the 